Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Easy Tarot Lessons. I am your host, Dusty White. I have Sally with me here today, and we are going to talk about the Judgment card. So, if you can, pause the recording, run, grab any copy of the Judgment card that you have. You might even grab a few of them if you have different decks. But we're working with the plain old boring Waite Smith version that Pamela Coleman Smith drew, and um, the boys at Writer because uh, you know, she were the printers at the time. So whatever. So boys a writer, not a sexist thing. Uh, colored and weight. Arthur Weight really focused on the what he called the major arcana. He got that from Paul Christian, uh, Jean yeah, John Baptiste. I want to say. I got to go back and check that. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Paul Christian, you know, because every, every, uh, every, hey, look, if kids, if you want to be a tarot expert, you need to change your name. You need to <laughs> not just change it. You need to come up with something like Atea or, or um, Levi or Crowley. Um, uh, yeah, you got to gotta change your name to something awesome because that's, it, look it up. You're going to look it up, kids. Every tape major tarot expert, Mathers. I, I'm McGregor. No, you're not. That's, that's a made-up name. Crowley's and his name was Alistair. And by the way, he wasn't a Russian Viscount. By the way, is it Viscount or Viscount? Some Viscount. Viscount. For for all the Bridgerton fans out there that are watching the show, definitely Viscount. They should take the damn S out of it. <laughs> all right. So hopefully everybody's got their judgment card by then, and. So the image that we are working with today, here's mine, right? So the image that we are working with today has um, an archangel. Now, uh, Sally, you know the Bible, uh, he says randomly. Uh, <laughs> do we know who blows the trumpet? Wait, I'm not necessarily like the trumpet of Jericho or whatever, but like, was it ever named? Like, I'm going to say Michael yes. Gabriel. Yes, I think it's Gabriel, guys. but uh, dude's guy's got dude's got some flaming hair. It's like, wow, oh, nice, <laughs> nice quaff, dude. Where's your body? Well, if I'm hiding. I can see, I can see him hiding behind a hedge. You know, like like the neighbor who leans over the hedge because his body just disappears. I'm like, oh, I'm hiding behind this cloud. Right. So he's blowing the trumpet at everybody, and there's a, uh, they're gray people, so they're dead. So they're zombies, and they're mm -hmm. you know, oh yay. The adults are clapping, uh, and the little kid is going, yeah, and the people in the background are throwing their hands up, um, coming out of the ground. So there are something called ending cards in the tarot. This is a dustyism, by the way. I don't know if it's actually astrological. You know what? If I say it, it might be astrological. I mean, it might be astrological. It might be tarot canon. I might, he says, oh, look at that. Did um, you say it with enough authority, right? Well, I should be an authority. I wrote a couple of books. I'm one of the best damn tarot teachers around, and I give away so much information. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a stab here with my self-important hat on and say I don't even know what the hell I was talking about. Whatever term I said was uh, should have been um, astrological. I'm tarot canon. Astrological canon we get into, but that's that's a different story. Uh, so I, I get I got my mind on astrology and astrology on my mind. So that thing. So yeah. So he's blowing a trumpet. Whatever. So this is an ending card. That's what it was. Uh, there are ending cards in the tarot. This is the dustyism, but uh, we should make it canon, right? To your senator, this should be canon. Like, what the hell are you talking about? 
So nines and tens are ending cards. This is something we teach you in school. By the way, go to easytarotlessons.com, right? Give me a dollar. I want my $2. I want my $1. Give me $1. I'll start you out for a month. Try it, right? If you don't like it, write me. Write me at dustyway.net. Like literally, W-R-I-T-E. Really simple. Say, I want my dollar back. Or just cancel. Um, again, if you don't, you know, if you want your dollar back, then you gotta let me know, right? So we start you off for a dollar, but keep in mind that's for a month. That's not next month. Aha, you know, ten bucks a week comes out to like forty-four, forty-eight dollars a month, and with with uh, the, the PayPal fees and whatever thing, Mastercard fees they put in. Anyway, point is, it's the kind of stuff we teach at school, but I'm going to teach you this here for free. So these things are called ending cards. Uh, we are, have our Dewey Decimal System, right? Zero through nine or one through 10. So that makes either one of those an ending card. But if you look at it on a one through 10 process where 10 is the, the little shelf or platform, and then you add a one, so it's the first step on the new platform, um, kind of like a, what is it, a landing, right? So you have your landing, 10, 20, 30, all of those are landings in your first step, 11, 21, that's the first step up from there. It's an interesting way of looking at it. Otherwise, you got to go zero. Well, that's where you're at. You go nine, and then you go, oh, okay, 10 is the next zero, which would... So one system of counting emphasizes the landing, mm -hmm. zero through nine, and the other one emphasizes the actual step from the platform. Why is this important? This is important in terms of magic. This is important in terms of mal alchemy. This is important in terms of secret metaphysical training, if you can understand the dichotomy between those two uh, ways of thinking, it's it's one thing to do it after you're married. It's another thing to do it before you're married. Whatever it is, hopefully it's good, right? But, but mm -hmm. if it's bad, you don't want to do it afterwards because now you're violating terms of contracts. See, this has actual applications. Like, well, I went out drinking the night before my first day on the job. Okay, that's bad. I went out drinking on the day of the job. <laughs> no, that's even worse. So again, zero through nine, one through ten. So, oh, makes sense. We see now, or I should say, uh, eleven through twenty, because that really. Wait, wait. Why don't you start? Because when you think about one, nobody cares. But when you think about eleven, all of a sudden it's like, wait, that's that's not you. Can, see, if we started, if we tried to start counting at eleven, people would they would riot. But if you start counting at one, like. Mm -hmm. Nobody cares about zero. Not that. Screw zero. Ending cards. What this means is that 10 or multiples of 10 are the end, especially in the tarot, right? Look at the, uh, look at the tarot cards. The 10, I'll give you a little secret here that you teach in school. Take your, um, take your ones, that'd be aces, sorry. Take your aces and your tens. There's, there's four of each, right? Mm -hmm. So you, wands, cups, swords, bananas, whatever. <laughs> So you look at the first one and you say, ah, this is me starting out. And then the 10 is, is Pamela Coleman Smith, who, who did the art, right? So she is moralistically telling you, so she's telling you from a moral imperative perspective, this is how you will end up. Mm -hmm. This is where your journey will take you. We ever heard the uh, um, ever, ever heard the saying, live by the sword, die by the sword. Right, right. That's very much a ace of swords versus ten of swords, right? And and 
even even the coins like live by the coin and then the old guy he's got a lot of coins but like he's like slumped over and doesn't look all that happy yeah yeah everybody everybody young is going woo we were rich we were born into money and he's like i'm I'm, I'm born around cabin and now that you guys are going to get all my wealth you know if anything pamela coleman smith showed us that the path of cups was the happiest because <laughs> the nine of cups is happy the ten of cups is super happy right so in that sense the idea is that they're beginning cards talk about this some other time ones two seconds stuff one second um there's only one in there's only one one in the tarot by the way um technically the rest of the races so ending cards tens absolute ending cards or ultimate ending cards Nines are penultimate ending cards. Mm. We talk about that more. It's gone. I don't want to waste your time with this because we're talking about the judgment. But there are other ending cards in the quote major arcana in the Trump suit. Uh, some of them are death. Uh, yeah, death is definitely an ending. Um, the tower, that is an ending. <laughs> and stay out. And then there is, uh, and of course, the world. Um, and, and there's other ones, but I want to talk about judgment because judgment is kind of like death and then this happens. So judgment is an ending card, but it's one of the few cards that can be because because every ending card is a transition. It's, it's half in the sense that that death or the end of something uh, or sunset, you know, is the begin is the end of one thing. Now, it doesn't automatically make it the beginning of the next thing. It makes it the it makes it half of the beginning of the next thing, but it's the half we don't talk about, just like the redheaded stepchild I keep in the in the basement. We don't talk about that. It gets its biscuit and it's happy. <laughs> so, so the things you know that we call ending cards. They are the end, and then the the, the card that abuts the butts right up to it, abutment, um, like like the fool or magician. Both of these vie for being my beginning card. I'm number one, nah, but I'm number zero. Do you, do you count from one to ten, or do you count from zero to nine? Right, right, uh, right. We have a couple of cards that are ending cards, but they could also bleed over into beginning cards and that's that's what this is and this is how you understand this judgment card and that whole zero through nine thing this is how you understand that judgment card it is the end these people are dead right but it's a resurrection it's a it's a brand new day should never try singing again but i did <laughs> keep keep everybody entertained but what's interesting about this is that trumpet that's what is, it all comes down to that, <laughs> that trumpet. This, uh, this is the sound, this is the card of sound, right? So I should get into uh, oddball meanings of this card, which come up all the time, but the core predominant metaphysical, here's your meaning, you know, was it, here's your sign, that thing, right? Mm-hmm. This card here, judgment represents, when it comes up, right? Blam. That is the end of something. That end of something may have already happened. I mean, if we say, if we say like, here's this card right here, and then right here, right now, this is what's facing you. Something is about to end. Something mm-hmm. has happened. Something has ended. Or something that has ended is finally getting resolved. So 
judgment. Ooh, you're going to get fired. Or judgment. Well, um, this just happened or happened recently. We're going to figure this out. Or, you know, that car accident you had 15 years ago. Well, they're finally coming, you know, because sometimes things take, you know, but it goes all the way up to the Supreme Court. And we're finally, you know, this is your day. It's finally it. So when you see judgment, think decisions will be made. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. This is the card. This is a cardinal card. If you know astrology, if you don't, uh, cardinal means essentially beginning, but but like a knife, okay, like the cutting edge of a knife or the, or the hammering part of a hammer. It's that part or that force that makes change that says, "I am here." Mm-hmm. So. Decisions will be made. Um, this will be a sharp, clean break from something. Death does not indicate whether it'll be, you know, again, not to be gory, but it'll be slow death, quick death, painful death, painless death. That death doesn't say that. You need a qualifying card or a clarification card. It's in the white book. It's in the black book. You know where to get those. Um, so death is rather ambiguous. So that death is rather ambiguous. No, actually, I think it's rather clear. But here, death card is rather ambiguous. But um, but this card is much more clearly defined and sharp. Much like the tower doesn't automatically guarantee. When I say that's an ending card, it means a state change. There will be a state change. But this is a galvanic state change. You know, this is up there with death as far as state change or the world, which is, of course, absolute state change, as well as the fool, which is absolute state change. But that's from the other side. So point is, if this card is upright, it generally means positive. Well, positive is a is a relative term, right? Uh, let's say happy, fortunate, positive, something you like. Um this will be a state change in your favor. Like you um, pull a pull a card out of Monopoly. Uh, ooh, bank error in your favor. <laughs> Upside down, you know, or reversed. Go to jail. Go directly. Right. Do, do not collect two hundred dollars. Don't you anything? And stay there until you, three turns or something. She will double or whatever. The rules of reversals. Generally speaking, don't want to go into that, although I have so many podcasts on free lessons on reversals. We've got red light, green light, worst day ever, uh, yeah, just general uh, lessons on reversals. You definitely should check those out. And they're free. Right? But the, real quick, the, the rule of rural, the rural, the rule of reversals, sorry, went blazing saddles there. Rural. People were like, what the hell is he, is he talking about? Grandpa's talking about like, 1900s movies again. Damn, my day back, Cricky. So, um, the rule of reversals goes like this. It's less of, it's the opposite of, or <laughs> you lucked out or, or missed out, right? You know, like, for example, um, uh, I'm thinking, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the uh, three, three of wands, right? Three of wands. Hey, you're waiting for your ship to come in. Ha <laughs> the, uh, Three of Wands, upside down. You missed the boat. Mm-hmm. Ship didn't come in. You've been waiting a long time, but your ship does not come in. Plans, you know, you had good plans with Two of Wands, and then this is not going like you thought it was going to. 
So reversals aren't just cut and dry opposite of it. Why? Why, why, why? How dare you say that, Dusty? My tarot book or teacher or website, because it's free, says blah, blah, blah. There are only 78 cards. Mm -hmm. And people who don't read reversals, fuck you. People who don't read reversals, actually have to audience to someone. Uh, <laughs> people who don't read reversals are missing the point. Life doesn't always give us good news. Other, if it did, we wouldn't need tarot readers. I'll tell you that right now, right? <laughs> no offense, but we wouldn't need lawyers either. <laughs> Not that I know any. Um, but the thing about uh, reversals is that they double your meaning. If, if a picture has, you know, is a picture is worth a thousand words or something like that, right? Well, we go from 78,000 word vocabulary, 78 cards, 256. Look at me and my giant brain math brain thing. Roughly, I'll say, 156,000 word vocabulary. Keep in mind the average adult has between five and 8,000 words of no vocabulary. And those of us who actually start studying words, not me, can get up to like, 15,000 words in the vocabulary? I mean, something like that. You know? If our tarot cards give us a nice, fat vocabulary, let's use reversals. This, it is harder for the gods to tell you in great detail and clarity, not, not vague readings like, oh, um, looks like you're going through a change. Yeah, okay, next card. That's, that's not a... A reading? That's not a knife. That's a knife. See, another 1900 movie. Right. <laughs> Please read reverses. And, and and again, I've got several podcasts. I've got a whole book. I've got two different books. Both bestsellers. Very good. Um, and I've got I've got a series of classes on this over and over and over at the academy. So the, the, the judgment card is specifically not to waste a lot of your time. Um, an ending card with firm decisions. But I want to uh, tell you about something new and different that will help you understand this judgment card. So if you've made it all the way this far, congratulations. And thank you, by the way. Um, special, wait, uh, that's supposed to be general. <laughs> that's pretty sad. News of the world announcement. Uh, Dusty making yet another tarot deck. Oh, wait, what, another one? Huh? But, but no, this time, this one, first castle sank in the swamp. Second one burned down, fell over, sank in the swamp. <laughs> no, those, uh, I, I did two different decks. Uh, those were just replica decks. Well, the first one was a, was a reincarnation of the very first British tarot deck. And only 100 copies are out there. Um, and most of them are probably destroyed now or, or used to death or, or locked away. They're like, I'm not going to use it. my favorite deck. <laughs> Yay. There you go. And then the second one, I said, I'm going to put coins on the cards instead of pentacles because it was Mathers. You can, you can go back in time and punch that guy in the nose. He was McGregor Mathers. He was like, I actually put pentacles on there. And, you know, God bless pentacles, but the, the four elements, right? Art, fire, water, air, and pentacles. Coins have always been on the cards. You go, go all the way back to 1438-ish. You know, 1450, I'm, I'm putting it back around 1438. Um, but right around that time, that, that's as far back as we know the tarot goes. And after that, like, nope, nope, it was uh, Mammoth cards. So, anyway, but, so Dusty is making a brand new 
tarot deck. This is completely brand new and original Pamela Coleman Smith level of originality. I'm working with an unnamed artist, only unnamed at the moment because I don't want the poor guy to get a bunch <laughs> of mail. Are you done yet? Are you done yet? <laughs> work faster, artist. Work faster. And my friend Miguel. So we are really prime, prime bridge. We are going to bring you a tarot deck. Why is this important? It's important because the judgment card that we made, the artist drew a, drew a judgment card, and, and, and it was good. You know, it was, it, was, it was a thing, but I didn't like it, and it made me think. So I sat there, and I, I meditated, right? So I'm thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking, and it hit me. What I liked about what this, what the artist did was the trumpet was really loud and obnoxious. And it was right there. I said, let's change this. So theater of the mind, since I can't show it to you yet, because we're still in sketching phases and the deck's not out, but I've seen the pre-final sketch and it's pretty awesome. We have the angel blasting the horn really loud right into the head of a little boy who's sitting waking up. So in other words, the trumpet is now an alarm clock. Mm -hmm. Doesn't that make more sense? It's not, we're not changing. And keep in mind, this is where we're talking, oh, get a free lesson in designing tarot decks. We, we need to do a podcast on that, by the way. Uh, we have lessons on that. If anybody's in school, stay in school. We, we've got lessons on um, designing your own deck. Also, I think a little bit of this in the, in the back of the book. Anyway, so... Um, when designing your own deck, please don't change the meaning of the tarot card. Find the art or artistic style or artistic expression that you can envision, encapsulates, really celebrates what was supposed to happen, the, the meaning of the card. So in this case, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a boy sitting up in a race car bed. You know, look, it up, look up race car bed. And then instead of zombies, we have, I, I, I said, give us three ghosts. So you've got essentially Mr. Moneybags from uh, Monopoly. Um, so you got, you got a top hat, and then you have a pirate, and um, let's see for another one. Who's the other one? Oh, and a king, right? So the emperor, Mr. Top Hat, and, and a pirate. And then I said, make the bottom half of these. Kind of like Casper the Friendly. God damn it! What is it with these 1900s references? <laughs> you know, the classic ghost kind of vapor at the mm -hmm. end. So upper body kind of translucent. So these these ghosts are as dreams fading away. Mm -hmm. So when we wake up, right? Knock, knock, knock. Oh, don't do that. Um, when when we wake up, do, 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 see, that was better. No no knuckles were injured. In <laughs> and no idea. singing. <laughs> I know. I mean, no singing. But father, <laughs> back in the castle swamp thing, right? Um, so the point is that, and this is essential for understanding the judgment card, is that but the the reason why we did it this way and said here he's a boy who's being woken up. Um, by the alarm is that the judgment card really is an alarm clock. It's like, this is your nine o'clock alarm call. That was from uh -huh. Monty Python, Dead Parrot's Kit. Jesus Christ. Does he have any original thoughts of his own? Um, 
This is a huge meaning of the tarot that differentiates it from other ending cards. And I want to show you a really screwed up meaning, which is right in line with this. If we think about the boy waking up mm -hmm. and his dreams fading away, how many people, oh, everybody, everyone, everyone just raise your hands. How many people throughout history have gotten that alarm clock warning? Or not warning, but that wake up call that says, hey, you're an adult now. You know those things you wanted to do as a kid or, you know, those things that, you're married now, you're in the army now, you're pregnant now, you're, you, you're, you know, an adult now, you're in college, you're out of college. Like there's, there's any number of things where one adult can point to another one and say, oh, you're all grown up now. You can't do all that stuff you wanted to do. So in a very harsh, ugly, real way, this judgment card right here in front of us, not the one that I'm making, is in fact all about all of the things you thought you would be, because remember, they're dead. All the things you thought you would be, all the things you wanted to be, those are gone. It's time for something new and different. Hopefully for these guys. If I know my action, I, uh, um, theology well enough, these guys are all going to the big mansion in the sky to get candy because otherwise they wouldn't be raised. Really sucking. Like, do, 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 yay. Oh no, it's judgment day. Don't, don't get excited yet. <laughs> we just woke you up to go. All right. Just so you know, half y'all are going to hell. You're about to be sorted. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here, get the sorting hat. Wait, that made in 1900s. <laughs> oh crap. Is Harry Potter written in 1800? <laughs> Doesn't matter. I didn't read it until 2000. Whatever. There you go. Uh, you're, you're clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm covered. So yeah. So you know what? That's it. Okay, everybody, everybody, stop what you're doing. Design a tarot deck. Put a sorting hat. Just, just write me in the thank you credits. <laughs> Change judgment to a sorting hat. Everybody will get it. Everyone will go. Oh, I get it. That makes sense now. So this, let's call this the sorting hat card. Man, I wish I would have done that. It's too late now. I already put it out on uh, on tape. So the whole point of telling you about this judgment card and the dreams going away and the waking up is that this is a wake-up call. <laughs> this card is a wake-up call. This podcast is a wake-up call. Um, I want you to relax and enjoy learning or the process of learning the tarot. It's, it's a great system of divination. It's a great way to, it's a great tool for expanding your intuition. If the judgment card is reversed, guess who missed it? I didn't get the memo. That's kind of a, a page of one for this thing. I didn't get the memo. Well, here, you didn't. Uh, what, are, oh, what do they call that? Peter Pan syndrome, right? Hey, nobody ever told me to grow up. Nobody ever told me to, that my dreams were dead. You know? So keep in mind, reverse cards are not evil. And, and they aren't always bad, even if it's like the lover's reverse. It doesn't mean, oh my God, it's evil, it's horrible, you don't have any choices. Ha oh, see that's the whole generation. Don't don't buy into that. It doesn't mean that you're gonna have a breakup or you're gonna have a bad relationship. And, and I'm not trying to soft sell it, going, no, Jared never says anything bad. The thing is that just because a card is reversed, it doesn't mean it's evil. What you need to do is you need to read the card in context. As a matter of fact, tattoo that on your inside of your wrist, tattooed on the back of their neck. Yes, I know. Don't tattoo it on the back of your neck because nobody can see it. Well, you can't see it. 
tattoo that on the side of your left wrist so you can like you know, look at it and go, oh yeah, I mean, and, you know, type and do it. Some letters are facing up, so right. Um, read the card in context. How do we do this? There's a couple of things that help you. This is the beauty of this is why I spend all this money and time and effort teaching this. Don't you dare cast the three card spread. I will hunt you down. I will, I will, I will hunt you. I will find you. He will. And I will kill you. I, I, I didn't even see the movie, but you know, it's like when you can, you can start reading Carol cards reverse now, and I'll let it go. <laughs> but if you don't, I get Liam Neeson out there doing voiceovers for me. Wait, is it Liam Neeson? I hope so. Yes, yes. I was like, isn't that the Thor guy? No, that's somebody else. <laughs> oh, okay. Yay! Wait, this guy teaches us stuff now. So, do not uh, read the card in context. Why do we have spreads? So we can say, on solo, that goes there, that goes there. I mean, if you don't know that that goes there and that goes there, well, the Millennium Falcon won't fly and can't blow up the Death Star. Twice, thank you very much. So read the card in context. How do we do that? What does your card say? What do you want to do with your life? Oh, I want to rock. What do you What do you want to do with your life? And what What is your What is your client asking you? Right. It's like we're reading for a client. What does this person want to know? Mm-hmm. If If we know what they want to know, Donald Rumsfeld. If we know what do you know, and then the known unknowns, and yeah, it gets too confusing for me. Don't do known unknowns and, and known knowns in a tarot. It's just going to screw you up. It, write it down. By the way, it's not pedantic, and it's not a beginner trick. It's actually an advanced trick. Best readers in the world, write down the question. Why? I'll give you a hint. This is something we teach way, way, way at the end of the course, but like, I'm feeling generous. It keeps you on track. It allows you to focus on that question. You're shuffling, shuffling. You're looking at those words. You're focusing on the question. Days, hours, weeks, generally, what I mean is minutes later, and your client goes, that's not what I said. You hold up the question and go, do you see, do you understand what's going on? Do you, do you understand these words on this card? Find out what your client needs to know. This includes you. Like if you're, if you know, don't, don't just do, don't ever do it. Just say, I just throw out some cards. Because if you draw some cards, you're going to get weird generic results, and then you're going to try your your yappy dog is going to try to that that's your consciousness. This is the podcast, right? Your yappy dog is going to try to make sense of it, and that's nice that it tries to make sense of it. But what it does is it undercuts your intuitive ability, and it undercuts your confidence when you start realizing what you've just done to yourself. Please don't do that. We've all made these mistakes before. That's, son, this is why I'm trying to tell you the right way to read the tarot, because I've been doing it for like 150 years, minus 100. So, hope you guys had a good time. This is where, um, this is how, this is Johnny White signing out. This is how you read judgment. Here's, no, here's how you can choose to, you can do whatever you want. You choose to read the tarot card, uh, judgment card this way. Remember to read the card in context, though, please. Um, what are you asking? Why are you asking? Uh, the, the the spread tells you, you know, card position this is about this. It gives you context. If you do this, you won't have to keep going, what does this card mean? 
You won't have to keep buying books. As a matter of fact, whether or not you keep buying books, you are going to be a fantastic reader. I know that my students go on to do miraculous things. I'm trying to help you do miraculous things. By the way, if you, if you appreciate this, don't, don't support me on Patreon. Don't you know? send me a little donation. Get your ass in school. Everybody can do better. I'm going back to school. Matter of fact, I'm going to school a place in fucking Cambridge, Massachusetts now for four years. It's my fifth year. So yeah, grandpa's man. That's my Rodney Dangerfield. I'm going back. <laughs> I wish I was Rodney Dangerfield. But yeah, so no triple Indy. I'm just uh, just in there studying stuff. If I crack you, if I can go to school, you can go to school. I want you to become the best damn terror reader in the world. And if you have any questions, W-R-I-T-E. Did I do that right? M-E at DustyWay.net. Write me at DustyWay.net. Just send me a note. I'll get around to it eventually. Sometimes it takes me a while. We are all here to help you. That's it. So that's all we can do. Did I miss anything, Sally? Are we not no. here to help? No, I think I I think you hit everything. You're definitely here to help. And, uh, you know, you just open new ways of looking at the judgment card. And I'm looking forward to the new deck. Yes, me too. I should I am interested to see if people we're gonna we're gonna here's the secret by the way, kids. Everything if you've been around for a while and you've been listening to me, you know I say the art changes the meaning. So be very careful how you illustrate your cards. I am making sure that every card, every illustration will support the meaning that is generally accepted um, out there so that you could swap this out with the writer deck mid reading and go and have the same thing. You would never miss a beat. So it will look like a duck, quack like a duck. It'll be a little bit different than a duck, but it'll definitely be a duck. It's not going to be a banana or something. Okay. I'm waving back now. Thank you all for being here. Sally, thank you for, as always, attending to make sure that I don't go too far off the rails. (laughs) Thank you, Dusty. Bye for now, kids.